listening to Product Journey. Ingo, how is it going? Long time. Very, very good. First of all, congratulations. Big news. There is a new family yeah. member. Yep. Yeah, I had baby number three over here, and it was a girl, which was a surprise for us. We didn't know what it was going to be, and so that was a lot of fun. Um, so that's been really good, yeah, um, getting awesome. used to that. And uh, you, on the other hand, are like a digital nomad now. Congrats on yeah. that. <laughs> I'm sitting in Thailand, and I think it's not only like different times, but also different days for us now, because for me, it's already Friday. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's what Friday. It's only Wednesday for me here. <laughs> uh, Thursday, Thursday. Sorry, I'm so sorry. Yeah, it's, it's, <clears throat> it's Thursday. No, that's, that's um, good. I wish it would that's be like, already wow, you guys Friday. really are ahead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's not. But much. you're also in like a professional studio. Like, wow, like you're, you're like in a co-working space thing. Yeah, it's like a really big co-working space and they have like three of those and yeah it it's really nice there kind of is the sound isolation like a nice setup with the lightning so that is really really co cool they put a lot of effort into building those nice that's pretty cool well we have a lot to get through so we should probably get to it so for listeners you're gonna have to wait till next week's podcast to kind of hear me and Ango's updates of just how things have been going the last couple of weeks since we haven't had an episode for a little while. But first, we got to get through our goals for 2023. So that's what we're going to do in this episode. Talk through our goals um, because it's already February. And so we, we really need to get on to our goals so we can actually achieve these things this year. So that's that's what we're doing in this episode. So it should be fun. I'm interested to hear what your goals are going to be, Ingo, and, and see yeah. you achieve them on the podcast. So that's uh, so. that'll be fun. Um, and yeah, we, we I think we structured them both in more the business goals for our businesses and then a little bit more yep. like personal goals. And I would say, let's start with the business goals. And I'm keen to learn about your first business goal. So tell me about it. Yeah, so <clears throat> my first business goal. So actually, first off, before I start with all these business goals, I feel like a lot of my goals are like held very loosely. Like I feel like this year, mm. I just really don't know what's going to happen. Like I just don't know. I, I feel like anything could change. Like like next week, something could change. And then all of a sudden, all these goals will be like different and I'll have different goals. Um, so it's kind of hard for me to know exactly. But I, I kind of made some goals that are kind of general goals that I'm, I'm thinking might happen. Um, mm. But I'm not completely sure. None of my maybe, goals Maybe are one like, idea. Yeah, maybe one idea what we do for Mara, we have like this quarterly strategy meetings and we review our goals and adjust them. So I think that um, would be kind of a fun thing to do is simply have a blocker in like three months and then kind of look at the goals again, check mm, where we yeah. are there, give like a short status update. And then I think it makes sense to kind of adjust the goals if your settings change because I mean, yeah, I think you don't need to stick to them if like everything changes. So I think that could yeah. make sense. Yeah. So anyways, that's that's kind of the first thing is that a lot of unknowns because my first goal is that I might potentially sell potion this year. Like that might be a goal Whoa. that happens. So I'm and I'm actually already kind of in some talks and some some conversations around this. So 
a lot to, you know, I can't share all of it now. Um, mm. But, you know, there's there's kind of the little um, teaser so that people are <laughs> interested to, <laughs> to maybe hear what happens or know more. But, you know, it, I don't know. Maybe it doesn't happen. And I'm just going to then have to create more goals and different things for Potion, um, mm. which I would be happy doing that. Like I could see going either way at this point, um, which I think is a decent place to be in. And I think part of it is I'm starting to see Potion as more of like an asset rather than my full time mm. job. And that's where it's like, OK, well, maybe it makes sense to sell this asset. Or maybe it makes sense to kind of um, invest into it in a different way, not spend all my time, um, but let it kind of grow and not on the side and not necessarily take all my time. So I'm, I'm kind of seeing Potion a little bit differently. And that's where that goal kind of comes from as I might sell it this year. Um, so we'll kind mm. of see what happens with that. <clears throat> um, and, and, and I think yeah. I totally understand that you can't share all of the details. I mean, I've been there before and it's sometimes a little yeah. bit tough. But could you let us know, do you have like a specific number you want to hit? Like, and you don't need to share that number, but do mm -hmm. you have that number? And you say, okay, if I get at least this amount, I would sell it. Mm -hmm. Or is it more like in the flow and you see kind of what offers you get and then decide? So I do have a number that I would like to hit. I feel mm. like it's one of those things where it's like if I went a little bit below that, I'd probably be like still happy and be okay selling it. But there is kind of a number like I feel like I should be able to hit and we'll see okay. if that happens or not. Like it's it's just very unknown. Like you just never know how these things will go. And there's so many different things that come into play with like selling a business, um, you know, the market, different competitors, um, you know, especially, you know, like platform stuff since I'm built on Notion. Mm. So like, I don't know, there's just a lot of things to think about. And obviously potential buyers are thinking through a lot of things. So yeah, we'll see what happens. But I do have a number that I'd like to hit. And um, yeah, we'll see if I do that. That is, that is so exciting. And I can't wait that you sell the business. I mean, I will be happy for you, but I also want to know all the details. So looking forward to the event so you can share a little bit more about all the all the details and your thought process um but unless, it makes sense you know, to not share it now right i don't know i was gonna say unless like they make you sign something where you can't tell anything i know that kind of stuff happens with acquisitions too where it's like mm -hmm. oh you can't tell anybody about how this went down i was like yeah, okay. okay yeah <laughs> yeah so you but at know. least you can like share high level how the how the process went and i think that's probably even though the more important, more interesting part. Um, so I think we could yeah. talk about that at some point. Oh, that's yeah. so, so cool. That's big news. Yeah. Uh, second one is that I I think this year I'm probably going to start a new business, in which mm -hmm. kind of goes with the first one <laughs> a little bit, um, <laughs> but probably start a new business in the Web3 space. Um, mm -hmm. So we're definitely going to have to have that crypto talk that we talked about having at some point in the future. <laughs> yes. um, so that's that's the second goal. And then the third one is, and this is kind of around like almost like stability. And I think we talked about this a little bit on the podcast too, mm. is I want to get a job working around 10 hours a week. And I actually have something that's lined up for this. It's a, it's a new one that's for a company that's also in Web3. And uh, I've already done some interviews with them and they seem to be like, they basically said like they think it's going to work. It's just they're kind of waiting on timing. Um, and so mm -hmm. hopefully they're going to get back, uh, back to me in like 20 days or so from now. And that might actually be able to start. Um, but yeah, I'm hopeful that that actually pans out. Um, and that would be great just to have like a, a job to kind of have 
some extra stability as you know there might be potential changes with uh my business stuff as mm-hmm. alluding to so that's kind of the the thought process in that is like just having like a nice little 10 hours 15 hours a week where it's like that pays the bills um and then basically i can have the rest of my time to kind of work on business stuff um, so I feel like that would be a good setup that will also allow for me to just like not be too stressed out about like financial stuff and not like feel mm-hmm. like, oh, my business has to do everything, um, which has sounds. been fine this last year. Like Potion has been that for me, which has been amazing. Like I've been able to live off of Potion's revenue and stuff. Um, so that's been great, but definitely haven't made as much money as, you know, in the past working different software jobs. So mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that's kind of actually that's my last. Sounds very, sounds very reasonable. And kind of yeah. to make it a little bit more concrete, let's say kind of we live in this ideal world, and you so- sell potion for a amazing price. Um, it works mm-hmm. out. You got your freelancer job for ten to fifteen hours, and then you build a new business. Do you have any feeling where do you want to be end of the year? Like customer wise is it like you have a first prototype your first paying customers you already hit like a mrr number do you have any kind of feeling for that um hmm. it's really hard to say like i think i think the main goal would be it's hard to say like a number of like revenue Mm -hmm. or customers i think the main thing is by the end of the year i would hope that whatever business I start, I've like found some kind of like traction where it's like, okay, I think this Mm. is going to work. Some kind of like product market fit, some validation from working on it and building something. It's like, okay, this is, this makes sense to keep working on and spending more time. And then, you know, then hopefully the next year is when a lot of growth happens. Um, So I think that would be like the main goal of like starting anything um, this year is just like hitting something that's that has uh, that's working and is something that's I want to keep working on. Yeah, yeah. So at the end, it's market validation. Um, no matter what yeah. that looks like, I understand. And it, would that be only you, or are you kind of at least considering doing that with some potential co-founders, co-workers? Yeah, yeah. I am considering uh, actually partnering up with this this time, which. I have not, you know, in the past, I've always been like the solo founder guy, um, solo indie hacker. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm actually thinking about partnering up with like someone that has like marketing skills and marketing chops, mm-hmm. which is where I lack a little bit. Um, and so I think that would be, yeah, just make a lot of sense and be fun to work with somebody and kind of also get to split some of the burden and stress, I think mm-hmm. would be kind of nice. Um, so yeah, that's what I'm thinking, but like, and and I, I kind of have someone in mind that like, we're kind of starting to work towards that. We're having some conversations and stuff. Um, so hopefully that works out. And, um, and once, you know, once it does, or we can actually, we're actually further down that path, I'll be able to talk more about that. I'm sure. Um, but that's, yeah, that's what I'm I'm hoping. And if I did have to go slow, I think I would kind of do it in a way of like, you know, still continue building the business solo and that, but just kind of mm. keep my eyes open for somebody that makes sense potentially and might yeah. just like do it that way. Um, but yeah. Yeah. I'm really excited for you also for the next step, because I would say actually my two co-founders are one of the very best things um, about Mara and I could not imagine to do that without them. So 
Yeah, oh, yeah, I'm looking forward to learn a little bit more about your experience and thought process if you are further down the line. But it sounds like kind of a very interesting year, a lot of changes. Yeah, it could it could be a really interesting year, or it could just be a. I get, I think it will be an interesting year, no matter what happens. So no matter what happens, mm. it's going to be kind of an interesting <laughs> year. Um, so that would be cool. Um, and then my last goal, that's kind of businessy, is that mm. I'd like to get to 25,000 followers on Twitter. Um, maybe that's a tiny bit of a reach, also depending on like What's your how Twitter's gone. Right but, um, I'm at um, like a little over 12,000 followers. So it would be, yeah, I'd be doubling my following right now. Um, but I think it could be possible potentially. I, I don't know, it could be a reach, but that would be a nice number to hit. And I think the reason for that is I think having... I've just seen the benefit of Twitter, at least for mm -hmm. my business career so far, is just like the networking and the um, basically the connections that you can make by mm -hmm. like through Twitter. I've been like really valuable. And so that's why I see like that being a, a, a valuable number to hit um, and just like to, to try to strive to. But at the same time, I don't want to like break my back trying to do it. Like I don't want to become like a I don't know, just like a tip Twitter content person necessarily, more just like using mm. it as a kind of offshoot of just what I'm doing and talking about that and it not necessarily being my main focus, but just being kind of this little thing that I, I just share ideas or share what I'm working on as I go. And hopefully that's helpful and helps it grow through that. So mm. that's kind of the thinking behind that. That's very cool. And it actually touches one of my more personal goals. So... <clears throat> I think maybe some point in the future we also need a episode episode on how to Twitter and all your secrets, your hacks, and Ooh. how that is going. So I'm not yeah. I'm not. I the think pro, that could be fun. But um, I mean, yeah, we could definitely talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've definitely learned a lot of things about Twitter over the last couple of years, and then I took a Twitter course by Dago. We'll have to try mm -hmm. to link to him. His Twitter course was yeah. really good because it helped me think about the Twitter algorithm in a way I haven't really thought about it before. Um, yeah. And he just had some really good tips and practical advice. So there's definitely some things I could kind of share from what I learned from that too. Um, so yeah, we could definitely do that in an episode, I think. I think that could be helpful for people potentially. Very, very cool. All um, right, I'm ready to hear your uh, business goals. <laughs> okay, so mine are very... Uh, Mara related. Um, we do not plan to sell the company this year, so <laughs> they, they are mostly <laughs> That's a good, that's a good um, idea. Yeah, <laughs> mostly for Mara. Um, I think the first one is really a big shift. So we started with the second product, but currently it is this one feature product, and we make responding to reviews way more efficient by providing you the service to propose how you could respond to it. And now we really want to transition to a review management system. So from this one feature app to mm. a kind of multi-purpose management system. And that would mean you can bulk reply and have many integrations to different sources. That would mean you have analytics, so you can see what do your customers mm. like or don't like about um, you also kind of, it might include a competition. Um, we're thinking about way more notifications and gamification. So to really engage 
our users because I think that's really something you can do there. Um, if you kind of send them notifications about the latest insights that they need to reply more, that you can kind of show them their reply rate, mm. stuff like that. And kind of that is a really big step for us because there are already big, um, big players in the market and we already um, work together with them because we provide them access to our APIs. So the way we are thinking about it is a little bit this Salesforce versus Pipedrive. So we want to stay super intuitive, efficient and high quality for the feature set we do provide. So it will be shorter compared to those kind of very big companies that have pretty much everything. So we really want to focus on the core because that would make it attractive for smaller hotel chains. And I think for them, this feature set might be sufficient. And I think with that positioning, we could really kind of get good traction in the market. Um, But yeah, Yeah. it will be huge transition from the kind of current product to the new product, um, both from a development standpoint and from a kind of marketing standpoint. So I think Mm -hmm. very interesting times ahead. Yeah, that sounds like a pretty big undertaking. And that's kind of funny that, like you said, that you'd kind of be competing with some of your kind of your customers, kind of like they, they're paying mm. you to use your tool in some way. And then you're like, hey, uh, actually, we're going to now like kind of compete with you. Um, do you think they'll be what will they think about that? Would do you think they would like want to stop using your tool or the, your API mm. because of that? I I, th- I think it's really kind of with our very good partners, it's really a way more about building a alternative to them that is not a big danger because we have like big kind of, they're big companies that also do that, but they have a huge feature set and kind of there are hotels that don't need the advanced ticket system and uh, user management Mm -hmm. in 10 different layers and blah, blah, blah. And they are also not willing to pay pay this premium price because they don't have the size. And our idea is to actually go for that market. So the kind of ideal situation is that we can do both, that we can kind of Mm. serve big corporates via via our API customers, um, those huge corporates, they still kind of have access to our API. And at the same time, we directly serve the smaller hotels with our own application. So that's kind of the ideal position we would like to be in. And yeah, let's let's see how it goes. It for sure is not easy and it will be challenging. Um, but I th- think we finally figured out a good positioning where we do believe in and where it could work. Yeah, no, that's really cool. That's That sounds exciting. Um, making some big some big uh, steps in 2023. Wow. Yeah. And let's see how this bet goes. <laughs> it's for sure exciting for all of us. And we had a lot of discussions about of, uh, about it. The second one is more revenue related. And for us, um, we really want to hit at least it's still ambitious, but we want to hit 50% profitability with the new product um, because we already have like a bigger team. So <laughs> there is um, kind of 
a certain block of costs. And what we want to do is to kind of get to this 50% with our new product. We still have our analytics product. We have big corporates on this one. We will continue running this one. Um, but the goal for the new one is to kind of hit that one. And the idea is to have like both revenue streams, the API customers and the, the smaller hotels using our app directly. And yeah, let's see how that goes. Currently, we are about at nine-ish percent um, and it should be doable. Um and it's very mm -hmm. kind of related to a second goal because we want to see a clear path towards default alive. Um, so we can imagine that there will be a big funding round and we aim for that, but we don't want to be that dependent on additional big funding. So for that reason, we really want to have like at, at least a clear path towards um, break even. That will yeah. be the kind of second one and that Third one is also related to that because most likely there will be a small funding gap. So there will be some fundraising again. And currently we're thinking about whether or not we can use our existing investors to kind of bridge the gap or we need to find new investors. Let's see what the future brings. I think there also will be some, some updates on that one in the first yeah. half of this year. That's Yeah, that's a lot. Does that... Does some of those things make you kind of stressed out about like having to like reach some revenue milestone to kind of keep the lights on and things like that? Mm, actually, currently, not at all, because I really do believe in a product currently, and I really oh, like yeah. what yeah I really like what we are doing, so I'm not worried at all. And I think we we kind of have different options there, so we can simply kind of cut the cost a little bit to have like longer longer runway and think about different options. But currently, I'm really believing that we can absolutely make it. And I think the main reason for that is the current market feedback. So there were times with the first product, the analytics pr product, where I was like really worried about fundraising, about revenue growth, yeah. stuff like that. But currently I'm, I'm not. <laughs> nice. Well, that's, that's a good spot to be in then. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it will be a very ambitious year, um, but could be a ton of fun. And I think we have the right team together to actually do all of that stuff. Well, and you don't have your doctorate degree that you have to work on anymore. So you kind of have yes. more time and free brain power to mm. make things happen. And that helps a lot. That that really helps a lot. Like only the first <laughs> month, um, I was so m much more productive and not only like working more hours but just as you mentioned kind of in your free time you have the capacity to think a little bit about it get good ideas and then when you go back to actually working at your laptop it's a way faster because you already have kind of good ideas and it's like those shower moments where you think about work and then be like ah yeah that could be the solution and most of the time that's yeah. more efficient than staring for three hours at your code and be like ah, oh yeah that be the solution um, so yeah, I already noticed that a lot. That's awesome. Yeah. Sometimes I'll, that's yeah. Like the shower or, or, you know, when you go to the bathroom or like laying in bed, like sometimes that's when I, mm. I figure out all my problems <laughs> and I rush back to the <laughs> yeah. computer like, Oh, I got to change that code. 
<laughs> yeah. No, for, for me, it's also I immediately open my note-taking app on, on the phone and try to kind of type in all the, the nice ideas to not lose them again. Uh, yeah, that feeling. <laughs> um, okay, is, is that all of your uh, business goals there? Yeah, that, that, that are my kind of Mara business goals, I would say. And then I have a second section that is more personal business-ish related goals. And I think you also have that section. So do you want to give it a start? Yeah. Yeah. So my personal-ish goals, well, and this is kind of a business personal goal. Yeah. Uh, basically, I just want to enjoy building and making stuff. I think um, there maybe it was the beginning of last year. I think there was definitely times where I, even though like I, you know, was very blessed to be able to like choose what I got to work on that day, like, you know, as a solo founder and solo entrepreneur or self-employed, I guess is what mm -hmm. I'm trying to say there were still like times where I just wasn't feeling the motivation or wasn't excited about it. Um, and so I definitely just, I guess the, the overall thing is just, I just really want to enjoy building stuff and making stuff and, and doing that this year. Um, and so that's kind of like an overall like high level goal. Um, and obviously there's like little details of like ways to like do things within my weeks to like make me do that and enjoy it. Um, Before and so just you... kind of, before you continue, I'm not kidding. This is also pretty much my first personal business related goal. That's nice. so funny. Um, yes. Because I also write or wrote to find a sustainable lifestyle and routines that make me happy on a daily basis. So simply yeah. kind of enjoy the, the journey. That's so funny. Yeah. Yeah, that's also your first one. <laughs> yeah, I think that's, I mean, that should be definitely one of the main goals for any entrepreneur. It's because it's like, if yeah. you're doing this and you don't enjoy it, then it's like, what's the point? Um, so yeah, that's a, that's a good one. Um, and so then my next kind of overarching goal, personal goal is I just want to be like a great dad and a great husband. Um, you know, so I have three kids uh, and I have my wife. So like, I just want to like do a good job there. And so a couple of like, actual detailed goals um, that I want to do um, to kind of that are part of that basically is I want to spend time on the floor with my kids every day. Um, that maybe sounds kind of funny, but the, basically the idea is like be like playing with my kids, you know, I don't know, for like a half an hour every day, like on my hands and knees, like playing with toys or like wrestling them or like tickling them or, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> um, I think is, is just good to like uh, be there with my kids and, be able to teach them and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's, that's one of the daily goals. And then, uh, weekly dates with my wife is one. Um, mm -hmm. and we've, we've been pretty good at doing this. Um, we typically go to like a coffee shop every week as kind of like a date, uh, my wife and I, and like, we just kind of chat about the week, chat oh, about what nice. we're thinking about, um, chat about like what's going on and how, you know, how we're feeling and stuff. So that's been really good. So that's definitely a date to, or a, a goal to kind of continue like working on that weekly. And then my last kind of personal goal is to read my Bible almost every morning. Um, mm -hmm. So this is part of, you know, I, so I'm a Christian and so that's like a big part of my life and um, like reading my Bible and just like, it really kind of puts my brain and like I think a good perspective and I think it can like help with basically everything else and, and including like the enjoying life and enjoying making stuff goal that I had earlier um, 
but I am kind of a little bit lenient with this goal. It's not like I have to do it every single morning. It's just kind of like I, I usually try to, um, and I'm sure I'll miss some days and that's okay. Um, so I'm a little lenient, but yeah, that's like the main goal is to like try to do it almost every day. Uh, so yeah, those are pretty much all my personal goals. I mean, I'm sure there's lots of other things that I'd like to happen or do this year. Um, but I didn't, I, I don't know. I just, I didn't necessarily have goals around them. Um, so yeah. And, and I really love that you kind of gave those family relationship goals enough room in, in your goals, because I think it helps to kind of plan that stuff in because yeah. kind of, if you're in this business context, most of the time you're like, okay, I can work that much and what are my business goals and how much time do I have? So kind of right. being very intentional about that and setting time apart for that. I think that's really healthy. So that's very, very cool. Yeah, it's kind of like if, you know, if you're if you have an amazing business and you spend all your time making an amazing business, but then like you have no one to go back to at home that like you care about, who cares about you, um, no relationships like that, like, I don't know, that, that doesn't sound like a great a great way to live. Um, yeah. it, it will all be kind of for nothing at that point because you're like, okay, I made this awesome business or I made money or whatever, but uh, now who do I share it with, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and also you need time to enjoy that because I have a lot of friends that work in finance or consulting and sometimes I have the feeling they have beautiful flats that are empty all of the time because they are working. <laughs> so, I mean, what's the reasoning yeah. behind having that nice flat? Um, so I think you kind of also need the time to, to enjoy what the advantages your business brings you. So... Sounds healthy exactly. for sure. Exactly. All right. What What's uh, your personal goals? Um, yeah, we already talked about the the first one, um, finding happiness, and I really want to do it on a small scale. So it's not about uh, the sense of life, um, but more to be happy on on a daily basis. And I had a feeling like last year was so exhausting at some points, and. Uh, Remember, there was actually a moment in the podcast where you asked me if I'm happy with all of the work. Um, mm. And I was really thinking about that because I think it was pretty much the PhD and Mara at the same time was too much to be uh, to be happy on, on, on this daily basis. And I think this is really something that needs to change. And actually, just traveling helps me a lot because just being in this great environment, going to the beach for, I don't know, one or two hours, sitting in the sand, watching the ocean, meeting new people, really helps me to not think about work and focus a little bit more on what makes me happy. And at the end, I have the feeling that I'm even more kind of productive because I am super motivated because I feel good, I'm happy. Um, it really helps me and I, I hope my team also noticed that and I have more good ideas because sometimes yeah, we just talked about those kind of shower moments. You have more of them yeah. if you are a little bit kind of doing other stuff, enjoying life. Um, so that's my my first goal. And nice. the uh, second and third ones are um, kind of a little bit, they are not that clearly defined. Um, so the second one is build a habit of sharing stuff in, in public. So 
I think before that, I kind of Twitter. produced, a, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I produced a ton of content um, for my team, for my business, for the PhD, and it really is so much fun to to share that. And I think right now I want to bring it to a greater audience, and I think Twitter could be could be one channel, and also writing technical blogs um, is super fun for me, uh, creating short videos on them, and I think my now that I have the time, I think I'm still a way overthinking that stuff. I should simply throw stuff out there and see what works for me. So I really want to get better with that, not overthinking, okay, what could you do? What would be the perfect structure, blah, blah, blah. And then it becomes a big thing, but more kind of just sharing what you're thinking, what you're working on. So I could really imagine that if we do that session about how you use Twitter, how you share um, that would be super helpful for me to kind of better understand um, how how you do that and how to build a habit because I have the feeling when I do it, it's super fun, um, but I simply don't do it enough. Um, so yeah, that's, that's the second one. And the uh, third one is to, to become a podcaster. So I noticed this thing with you is really a ton of fun and I would love to continue that and maybe find the opportunity to kind of do more stuff with that and one random idea and I have no idea if that does make sense and I will do it would be to um, we finished school 10 years ago and I would love to catch up with all the people from my old class and kind of talk to mm. them for like half an hour and I think it would be super interesting for everyone that was in our class it's probably nothing a thousand people will listen to but Probably it's interesting for all the, the people that kind of did school with me that actually know the people. And for yeah. me, it would be a great um, way to kind of keep in contact with them, have a short conversation um, because podcasting so far is really fun for me. So I really want to kind of do more in that space. And I think it's also connected to sharing simply a little bit more of what I'm doing, what I'm thinking, and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. No, that's cool. Uh, yeah, pos podcasting is definitely a lot of fun. It's it's a good way to have good conversations with people. Um, so yeah, that's that's a cool one. And and you already have the mic and the the workspace there to be a professional podcaster. So you're already on your, <laughs> your way there. <laughs> Everything in place. Yeah. Now only the podcasting needs to follow. Um, yeah, yeah. So so that's my three personal business related um, goals. And maybe before we end the pod, how do you track your goals? So how do you make sure you kind of remember yeah. them? Do, do, is there any way of tracking them? I haven't been like super like strict on this past years or mm -hmm. anything. Um, I probably will like, you know, I have these notes for this podcast. I'll probably um, go back and listen to this podcast and like see how how it went, how we did. Mm -hmm. um, so I think that's definitely one way to do it. Um, but throughout the year, kind of what I plan to do, and I did this um, starting like in September of last year, doing weekly goals, where I kind of mm -hmm. just like would write down some notes of like what I wanted to accomplish that week. And I think that will actually help me um, and just kind of like thinking through, you know, where am I on track? Am I doing the things that I want to, like that I said I would do um, and how are things going? Um, so that's like something I do at the beginning of each week 
which I haven't started doing that yet this year so far, mm. but I'm going to start doing that again. And I think that would be a good way to kind of track how things are going for myself. How about you? Very cool. Um, I mean, we tracked uh, Mara goals a lot. Um, so we have monthly strategy meetings. We have OKRs where we really track what is the status on all the different goals. And we really try to have a look at them on a regular basis. And then we have those quarterlies where we really discuss, okay, what are the big goals for the quarter? Are we still heading in the right direction? What needs to be adjusted? And I could I could really imagine that we kind of simply store our notes in an appointment, set the appointment in three months, and then we can kind of talk about them um, in, in three months ago, uh, again, because I think it's really healthy to reflect a little bit on them even if you don't yeah. kind of exactly measure them um and i'm not sure about the personal ones um because i think it's also healthy to kind of at least reflect on them because i actually did a kind of long list of potential goals on after new year's eve like the classical thing you you do and i just opened the notes before our podcast and I was reminded on some some goals I really liked or habits I really liked that I simply f- kind of forgot about. Um, so I think I still need to find a nice system to kind of reflect on those smaller, more personal goals on a regular basis. So if you yeah. find a very good system for that, <laughs> let me know. Yeah. Sounds good. Well, it seems like we have a lot of work for us to do uh, to get to for this year. Um, So I guess we should uh, get to it. Um, So thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode. And uh, tune in next week where we'll be chatting about kind of what we've been doing in January and how things have been going, share some updates, kind of more of a normal episode. So see you then. And thanks for listening. Looking forward to it. Bye bye.